This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. This is Joy 94.9's Family Matters podcast, your light-hearted look at parenthood and rainbow families, sponsored by Berry Street. Did you know that Berry Street seeks members of our LGBTI communities to become foster carers? Not only do they have a proud tradition of training and embracing LGBTIQ carers, they officially support marriage equality. Learn more now at berrystreet.org.au, a proud Joy sponsor for over five years. You gotta see the baby. When are you gonna see the baby? Family matters. Tonight on Family Matters, your usual combination of Gina, Michelle, Dave, Beck, and Steph take a back seat. Instead, we hand over the microphone to kids from Rainbow Families as we check in and see how the kids are doing. This is their voices, their stories, telling you all about their families, what they're up to on their school holidays how they would describe their rainbow family to others, and if they were Prime Minister for a day, what they'd like to change. My name is Sebastian. I'm 11 years old, and I'm in Grade 5. My name is Felix. I'm 11 years old. I'm in Grade 5. Um, my name is Hewan. I am 9, turning 10 on the 10th of November. And I am in year four at Collingwood College. My name is Arlo and I am 10 years old. My birthday is on the 19th of July. I'm in year four and I'm 15 weeks older than my brother and I won't let him forget it. Caspian, I'm 11 years old, grade five. I'm Michaela. I'm 11, nearly 12, and I'm in grade six. I'm Sholem. I just turned 11. And I'm in year five. I am Corin. I am 14 and I am in grade nine at uh, Templestowe College. My name's Nina. I'm 15 and I'm in year nine. I've got two mums and I've got two dads and I'm part of a rainbow family. Um, my name is Cully. I'm 10 years old and I'm in grade six. Um, my name is Scout. I'm 12 years old and I'm in grade six as well. My name is Rafi and I'm 11 years old. I'm in grade five. I love reading. Okay, my name is Callum. I'm 11. I'm in grade five, and I really love reading. My name is Ginny. I'm seven, and I'm in year one. My name is Taiko, and I am six, and I'm in year one with Ginny. And my name's Maud. I'm nine, and I'm in grade two at school. I'm Georgia. I'm 21. I am studying at the ACU in Melbourne, and I'm studying international development there. I have a younger brother who's 20 years old and two mums. I also have a dad who I'm I'm very much in contact with and I have been since I was born. A couple of weeks ago, we were fortunate to speak to Nicole Lord, who gave us an update on the Darabin Family Fund Day she was helping organise. During that interview, she mentioned that her daughter, Nina, had been writing an article for Press Club at school. The article was titled, I'm 15 and I have two mums. This is how the debate has affected me. That article that was originally just for Press Club was soon circulated across all newspapers here in Australia. We are fortunate for these interviews to have Nicole, her 15-year-old daughter Nina and 11-year-old son Caspian join us. My name's Nina, I'm 15 and I'm in Year 9. 
I've got two mums and I've got two dads and I'm part of a rainbow family. I think that the main reason I wrote it was because I wasn't able to vote in the postal vote survey. Kind of had a different way of approaching that so that people would know my opinion and why I was more entitled to it as someone who's actually affected by it than just someone who's never had any experiences with my family and doesn't know how we function and why we're a valid family. And that's why I wrote the piece. I'm in the school press club, so that's something that we do. We write the school newsletter every now and then, and I thought that that would be a good way to get that kind of message out to Mm. the school, where in high schools, homophobia is quite uh, present. And so I thought that maybe, I think most of the time, homophobia is brought about by ignorance. So I thought that writing something to educate people on my perspective uh, would be a good idea and school was a good place to do that. But at school, one of my teachers in press club decided that it was a good idea to see if it could reach a larger audience. And that's when we started looking into um, submitting it as a piece for The Age or The Herald Sun. And we Mm. settled with The Age after I had some help from a family friend. Yeah, initially it did start as a, as a school piece, but yeah. it, it was extracurricular. We read this with such pride. Did you realise that this piece was going to have that impact? No, not really. I didn't. I wasn't sure that how many people would be able to how many people would be able to see it. But I thought that if it could reach some people who were maybe sitting on the fence about the whole issue, that they could understand that it wasn't just the people in the relationships that were affected by it and. That was why I did it. So I did think it would reach some people. I didn't think it would have such an impact, I guess. I didn't think it would be shared so much. Nicole, how does it feel having having Nina here? You know, you've been in a relationship for 20 years, and here is Nina. I can see it in your face. Are there words to articulate that pride? We're very proud. The, the day that Nina was born and I caught her in my arms, instantly <laughs> um, I knew I needed to protect her and I would die for her. So it feels pretty um, vulnerable to be in a position where she's stepping out into the world by herself um, and, you know, I'm not there necessarily protecting her. She's um, taken that leap into, into the, the big world and it's hard. You've got to stand back and watch and allow that to happen and we couldn't be prouder. Bethia and I just absolutely love all the kids and, you know, Nina really steps up and, um, yeah, makes us proud all the time, as do the others. But um, it's been a great piece and we've been excited and swept up. She did get a message from one teacher who said how great it was and it was a really awesome article, but now could she please hand in her assignment? It's outstanding. (laughs) So we thought that was on point. Keep her grounded. (laughs) Caspian, I'm 11 years old, grade 5 probably like to be a geologist or someone involved in the sports. So my two mums, my brother and my two sisters. I'm the middle child. I have two dads who don't live with me, but we still connect with them and see them. How would you explain to someone, say someone's new at school and they've come into the classroom for the first time and they hear rainbow, you're from a rainbow family. How would you explain what a rainbow family is well i think it's just normal it's just just the difference between having two parents between a dad and a mum but in this case i have two mums instead so no different to me i think most of the older kids in my year levels and above get it but like the lower kids are still 
trying to almost like the ones and twos and almost threes are still trying to figure out what that means. I don't really ask questions because I think I can almost assume what it would be like having two dads as well. So like one of my mums teaches me all of my sport and stuff and and the other one cooks for us every night and yeah do lots of jobs around the house. (laughs) Do you do lots of jobs or does that mum do lots of jobs? We both do. Everyone does. Is it mum and mum? How do you know which mum to call? Mum and mama. What do you think are the most important ingredients to having a happy family? Just that you all love each other and you care about each other and and that you think of them as family. Caspian, have you had a chance to read your sister's story? Yeah, I have. It took my breath away. How did it feel reading that story? Well, I could definitely connect with it. Yeah, I could see everything that she wrote in my head in real life. Nicole, I remember you were in the studio a couple of weeks ago and you knew this story was being written. You hadn't read it yet. When did you first read it? Probably um, two nights before it was published or wow. before it was um, yeah put into the editor. Yeah, Nina shared that with us and it was overwhelming to know that your daughter has to or feels compelled to step out and um, share a bit of her to try and um, you know land marriage equality. Uh, um, yeah, it's a pretty vulnerable space to be in. Uh, our job's to protect our kids and to make sure that no harm comes to them. Mm. Uh, so for her to uh, put that to the editor and get that in the age, uh, it was a pretty big deal and we're really, really proud. But yeah. at the same time, we wish she didn't have to do that. If anyone's not sure, is there anything you'd like to say to them to maybe help persuade them to tick that yes box? Well, I think it doesn't really affect you if you're the people who are sitting on the edge neither sure if you're voting yes or no so definitely lean to the yes vote and my mums always turn off the tv when when a no campaign is on and I know that's from the younger kids in our family but but in my heart I know there's always going to be hate in the world but we're going to beat it soon. The kids are all right. As for our presenters, um, Family Matters, Joy 94.9. I'm Michaela. I'm 11, nearly 12, and I'm in grade 6. I'm Sholem. I just turned 11, and I'm in year 5. Two mums, Ina and Shauna, and my brother Sholem. And so you're what we call a rainbow family. Yeah. Some people don't actually understand what a rainbow family is. And if you wanted to explain to maybe someone your age, someone in your class, what a rainbow family is, how would you explain that to them? Well, two people from the same gender who love each other. I usually explain it like in a family with two parents of the same gender. How would you like to describe your mums? If someone was to ask, what are your mums like? And is it mum or mama or how do you how do you tell the difference? Like if I was to come in and you called out ma, how do I know which mum's going to come? Is there a different way we you call your mums? Well, not really. I, we just call them mum 
The closest one yeah, answers? Closest one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the closest one. If we need one particular mum, we'll usually call them by their first names yeah. because we don't have a specific one that we use for each parent. What are some of the things do you think that people don't understand about rainbow families? What are some of the common questions you might get from kids who just don't get it? How are you born? <laughs> okay, that's, that's I a, was gonna that's say a good that. question. And is that something that you kids understand how yep. your yep. family was created? Um, so at school in, I think, grade one, I kept on getting asked the same question. Yeah. How, how were you born? Yeah. So I would, also, I would always answer the same thing, um, well, pretty much the same thing. So we had a sperm donor, and the sperm went into my mum's body and created me. I, I would answer something like that, maybe not go into that much detail, <laughs> but I used to get really annoyed when people would ask that because I thought it was, like, ignorant, and then... I'd have to spend ages telling them after explaining it what a donor is and all that. Yeah. So I used to get really annoyed. It's a very special time of the year for yourselves and for your family. We're Jewish, so at the moment it's our New Year and it's a time where we need to um, give forgiveness to other people who we might have upset in the, in the past year. So usually we have this thing called Rosh Hashanah mm -hmm. and so you usually eat apples dipped in honey, sometimes fish heads but we're vegetarian and round um, chalas which is like this plated bread. Yesterday was Yom Kippur so you fast for a day if you're of age and you can choose to do it or not and so to think about all the bad things you've done in the past year and how you can change it. One of the questions I asked um, the other kids that have come in today is if you had the opportunity to be Prime Minister for a day or for a week and there was something you could change right now, what are those things that you could maybe or want to change yourself? Okay, I would allow um, marriage equality so anyone who wanted to get married, get married. And um, I would do a bit... Uh, I would um, help with climate change and refugees. I would let refugees into Australia. I'd do those things, so, like, help refugees and allow them to come into Australia, allow marriage equality, try and fix climate change... But I'd also do things to help eliminate racism and homophobia and transphobia. Oh, and also, I'd make sure that women and men get paid the same amount. After the footy, there was a no ad, yes. and yes. I... I actually didn't think it made any sense it's, because yeah. for like half the ad, I thought that they were supporting it <laughs> and then they say you can say no yeah. and like yeah. their arguments are pretty much just weak. If there are people out there listening who are not sure, who are not either way, is there something you know that you'd like to say to them as to why you would like them to consider voting yes? Well, you should probably vote yes. 
for our families and for awareness that we are here. I think that it's important that they consider that they have had the right to marry for ages and now we think it should be equal and allow other people to get married. And also, if you're not sure, I think it would be useful, like you said before, to speak to rainbow families. Um, my name is Carly, I'm 10 years old and I'm in grade 6. Um, my name is Scout, I'm 12 years old and I'm in grade 6 as well. Who else makes up your family? Uh, Jackie Tomlins, Sarah Nichols, Corinne Nichols Tomlins, and our dog Cooper. <laughs> well, from what I've heard, most people are talking about how some people are saying uh, that rainbow families are completely equal to straight families with a mum and a dad, um, that they're saying that we should all have the right to marry, and the plebiscite isn't really helping that. Some people are saying it's good, some people are saying it's bad. I just think we're wasting money on a thing that's not really going to change much, just make our families feel really bad yeah. about ourselves. What girls do you think would be a better way to have approached this situation in, in trying to get marriage equality here in Australia? I think a free vote would be a lot better where it's not just, oh, don't worry, you don't have to vote on these people's families. You can just, like, ignore everything about that and just live your life. Instead, you go to the place and you can vote on the marriage. The politicians won't be able to ignore what you say. My guess is that most people will be voting yes on that and then we will have marriage equality and that's what some of the more homophobic um, politicians are afraid of. A free vote would be great because, uh, yeah, so because more people will vote yes and they'll have to vote and they'll think, oh, okay, like well, I'm not going to vote no, I'll just vote yes. And, yeah, it really changes how we feel about our families. So I say you were going to have someone come in and have dinner with yourselves and they're not sure. They're not sure where to go and you're the first rainbow family they're meeting. First they're going to meet the dog at the door, I, like I did. Yeah, <laughs> how, what What is it over that dinner that you would like this, this person or this family to get to know about yourself? And, and what makes a rainbow family? Well, one thing I'd like them to know is that rainbow families are the same as other families. It's just the parents are the same, of, are of the same gender and that we should be treated the same as those other families equally. And there's pretty much, there's not much different than yourself yeah. and another family. You all sit around the table, we all have dinner. We're just more awesome than other families. Yeah. I'm just wondering, mm -hmm. girls, whether these things are talked about amongst your friends. Well, with my friends, sometimes if I first meet someone mm. and I explain to them my family, I just say, sorry, I have two mums and this guy, he donated a sperm so that I could exist. And that's all. And sometimes they're a bit confused by that and they ask questions. I just answer them. I've never actually experienced anyone saying anything rude about my family or anything like that. My friends all actually think they're really cool. And whenever they meet my parents, they're always like, whoa, they're so nice, they're so cool. Some of my friends... They hadn't really met any rainbow families mm. before. They met me and I have two, two um, lesbian parents and they're like, oh, that's so cool and they want to learn more about it mm. and they support it, like, a lot. Scout, what's yeah. been your experience? Well, same as Kelly. I've never heard any hate about our family until the, this postal plebiscite and my friends think it's really cool or just normal because most of my friends I've been friends with a while and they mm. just got used to it and they're like oh yeah that's cool so yeah, I think cool. that we can get some hope from that generation mm. because yeah. it seems like young people haven't got the same prejudices no. that sadly yeah. us adults have one of the questions I've asked all the kids that have come in today <laughs> I asked all of them if they were prime minister for a day what would they change if you were What's a bunch of stuff that you could change if you had that ultimate power? Well, 
I would do like the obvious things like um, refugees, the oil, gay marriage. You know what? Obvious like things. Yeah. Our and politicians haven't done that. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then and then I get like a lot of money and go like Luna Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's like what I get. I like, get like millions of dollars and be like, I'm going to every ride at Luna Park. Yeah, like even if you call me Kitty, I'm going on that tip cup ride. It. Don't ruin my dreams. Yeah. That's like me. What I would change is um, once again like. Ooh, like Scout, um, I'd get gay marriage, um, refugees, I'd stop them from trying to destroy the um, Great Barrier Reef. But another thing that really, really annoys me and yeah. my best friend is live export. Because that's one thing that we both really hate and we want to get rid of that. <laughs> Isn't this beautiful? I think you've got a great agenda. I- well done. Thank you so much for, for joining us today. Yeah. If there is any last message you have for anyone out there, not sure if they should vote yes or no, what would you like to say to them if, or they, if they don't if know where to go? sitting at home and they haven't put their important piece of paper in the letterbox, what, what, mm, what's yeah. the message you tell people? Vote yes. <laughs> just, like, obvious, just like obvious, obvious vote yes. Some yeah. people are gay, get over it. That's yeah. my yeah. Mine would probably be... So many countries can say, yes, we are accepting families of every kind, then why can't Australia do that? Why can't we just have a free vote, have marriage equality, and make sure everyone feels equal? My name is Sebastian. I'm 11 years old, and I'm in grade 5. My name is Felix. I'm 11 years old. I'm in grade 5. Okay, boys, now, of course, I know both your mums, um, but perhaps you could explain... A little bit about your family and who makes up your family. Originally, we had two mums, Zoe and Janet. At the age, I think we were 10, they had a divorce and Zoe repartnered with a woman called Jillian. We have quite a few pets, which we all love and we're, we're quite tight and we all love each other. We have one very beloved dog called Chad. Three cats call uh, four cats, Pudding, Trifle, and Sissy, and one more Fanny, which is a Persian Stella, a manic poodle-like dog that is very scruffy. At the moment, there's conversation going on in our country around marriage equality. What can you boys tell me about that conversation and what you're hearing? I would definitely say yes, because everyone has should have the opportunity to express their love, whether it's the love for the opposite gender or the same gender. And it's pretty crazy that we should even have a vote that's going around, because um, if the no vote um, wins, which it won't, that sets us ten years back, and then we have to um, we don't ha- we won't have enough money to do it again in a long time. And it's just crazy that we even have the vote in the first place. We should all just, yeah, should go to Parliament and, yeah. What they think when they say no. And what's very clear to me is that they've never met a rainbow family because I use rainbow families as an excuse. They've never met a rainbow family. And it sounds like, you know, some think that if they vote yes and yes gets through, that all of a sudden rainbow families are going to just start popping up everywhere when they've been around for a very long time. Uh, You boys are evidence of that. If, you know, one of these people who weren't sure or never met a rainbow family before came in and and had dinner at your house, what's what's dinner at your house look like? Well, so, Sebastian, you've been to my place for dinner. And is it it any different eating dinner at my place than eating dinner at your place? Because I've eaten dinner at your place too. No, not really at all. We're all kind of just cooking and having fun. Funds, sit down. We don't really do grace sometimes on Christmas and those kind of holidays and stuff. But um, so 
we're really all the same, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. When, when it comes down to it, and you know, I know um, some of the other parents at the at the school you're at. Do you feel like um, there's any difference between you and your your mates at school? No, not really. They're all pretty happy. And um, when it's talking about divorce between gay or lesbian family divorce and straight divorce, I think it's there's no real difference. Mm. Because it, it's still your family splitting up into two halves. Yeah. Families experience yeah. highs and lows, whether they're rainbow families exactly. or not rainbow families. We're, we're all families and we're all very complicated and, yeah. and it's just life really, isn't it? How would you describe your family? Because I find most kids, when they are asking questions, it's curiosity. It's not an ick yeah. factor. It's more that, oh, I don't have that. And how does, what does that look like? What does that feel like? Is that if a new person came in, do you find that they're the kind of conversations you just having to explain the differences or having to fix an ick factor? Well, I'd, I'd usually not explain the differences, but the similarities. Nice. Um, I would say, imagine just say if you had a dad and a mum, imagine the dad would just be replaced with a mum. And women and men don't have to be all manly or all womanly. Some, they can change their... The gender is just gender. It's not like a doesn't thing. change your personality <laughs> yeah. or what you so do. It could still be that person there. It's just they wouldn't be the same gender, and that's not really going to affect anything. But the name of that being a rainbow family. I know that we've laughed in the past, your mum and I, because she does stuff that most dads can't do you know mm, yeah. she rides a scooter and a skateboard and she's awesome at basketball and she can kick a footy 50 meters and she, you know she is a really um cool mum yeah. who you know can put the dad hat on pretty easily yeah. too even dad jokes even dad oh. jokes <laughs> I love it. give me an That's example brilliant. of one of her dad jokes um why did the toilet paper roll down the hill to get to the bottom that's actually a really good one. Yeah. Oh, there, there, there are some terrible ones, but that's actually really good. And, the, and then she would say, um, I've got a million of them. And then we all say back, why did you give us that one? <laughs> if there are some people listening to this who are not sure whether to go yes or no, they're not sure which way to go. They're not sure if they should even bother. What would you say to these people that have got that sitting on their bench right now? If you vote yes, you're going to make a lot of people happy, and that's for sure. If you vote no, like, you will make some people happy, but, but then what? you're going to crush a lot of people. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not – if you did say yes, the people that don't will say no. Like, how is my mum's or uh, dad's getting together in holy matrimony <laughs> going to actually affect your life? You may see them on the streets, but it's only going to make them happier. And I say, why, why, why making someone happy is going to make you sad or mad? Why? The whole fact of um, homophobes is um, like you might be scared that they like you, but like it's just it's just all people. Even if you're not you're not gay or lesbian, it's not going to. F- affect you if you vote yes it's just going to make one more person happier i am corin i am 14 and i am in grade nine at uh, templestowe college people are, are writing about our rainbow families as if 
they haven't existed yet, that if people vote yes, all of a sudden people are going to go and start making rainbow families. And it's like, um... Seems, seems pretty stupid. Your horse is bolted. It's, it's kind of... <laughs> so we've interviewed somebody, you know, today we interviewed Georgia, who's 21, Nina, who's 15, Corin, yourself, 14 years old. Rainbow families have been around for a little while now. It's it's not like they click our fingers and they're going to start. I don't know if you've seen the... um. There was this flyer going around a while back. Um, kids from rainbow families are more likely to go jail, oh, take drugs, clearly. become alcoholics, become homeless. Oh, I've oh no, I've read the research on this, yeah, and there is absolutely no research. truth. There's I have none. read government reports that actually place rainbow children, you know, in a higher academic bracket. I think yeah. I have a theory on this because we we our parents have never been allowed to marry. Most of us know this. Um, parents have gone overseas and married, like my parents, and I was there for that. <laughs> what was that like? Uh, I was one. No, oh, yeah. I, I don't think <laughs> I was one yet. Okay. I can't remember, sadly. Bit of fun, though. There are a lot of photos of me. I think, for me, definitely I'd do some stuff to change uh, the homeless community mm. and refugees, just because, well, we've always been denied justice when it comes to things like this. Why can't others have it? And we, I would probably use that to help refugees and the homeless community. I know definitely for me, marriage equality wouldn't be the first thing I'd do if I had ultimate power. Just because in the big scheme of things, it's not the most important. Like, I'd feel good doing it and I would mm. definitely change it. But a lot of people don't have equality just the same as me, but in a lot bigger and pretty much more dangerous sense if there's anyone out there listening and and they're not sure they're they're like they're neither here or there yes or no and they're not sure what to do at the moment and they're hearing this what is the message that you'd like them to think about with that vote that's sitting there it comes down to your choice a lot of people are raised with religion and i'm fine if you vote no i'm not going to get expressly angry at you I might be annoyed, I might go, okay, but in the end it's your choice. I can't persuade you to go against your religion. But if you're on the fence, I would ask you to vote yes. And just think of how many children would be so happy because they grow up and their parents can never be truly recognised as a married couple. They'd be so happy, everyone would be... The only thing would be that, that would be bad would be few religious people here and there would be getting angry and saying this is wrong but really in society nothing would change pretty that, simple isn't it really it is pretty simple. yes yeah. yeah georgia welcome again to family matters we've we've spoken to you i think a year ago when the plebiscite debate had had fallen over here we are again yes <laughs> how's what's it like for yourself and your family at the moment it's very frustrating mm. um for starters um, I mean, as you said, we're back here again, um, and it feels like we were here, you know, a year ago. We were, we were talking about this, discussing this. Yeah. Um, and I just can't believe it hasn't happened already. Yeah. In all honesty, um, it's uh, a bit upsetting as well. It can be at times, especially seeing my parents, who my whole life have been very, very strong women, actually finding it very difficult to. Uh, watch ads on TV or hear different interviews going on. Mm. So, I mean, that's quite difficult for me personally. But even just um, as a child of same-sex parents, just hearing different things that people were saying 
uh, on the television in interviews or in newspapers or online articles, that kind of thing is quite uh, hard and upsetting, yeah. Georgia, just to remind our listeners yep. very quickly who, who your family consists of. Yeah, so I'm Georgia, I'm 21. I am studying at the uh, ACU in Melbourne and I'm studying international development there. Mm-hmm. I have a younger brother who's 20 years old and two mums. I also have a dad who I'm uh, very much in contact with um, and I have been since I was born. So, Like last time we talked, the debate, like the plebiscite didn't go ahead. <laughs> so we only got a snippet of the stuff that we're seeing right now. Now that we're in the thick of this yes and no campaign that's out there, we've seen what the no campaign is saying and it's everything yep. we've probably, we feared from, from back then and especially the attack on our families. What what advice would you say to the to the littleies out there that might be seeing some of this stuff filter through? Yeah, um, I mean, I would just say you've just got to keep communicating with your family and your friends. I mean, growing up, I was really lucky to have a great support team. My parents were, and I was with um, extended family, but also um, with really good friends as well. We had like a bit of a mothers group going on, and there were a lot of younger kids, so. Um, I think you've just got to keep talking to your friends and to your family and have discussions. And I mean, at, even now, I still try and block out a lot of the things that I read or that I see on television and try to sort of just not think about it too much because mm. if I do, then I get more and more upset. So mm. I think it's important to talk about it, but also not to think about it too much or to to listen to any of those things too closely because, you know, we know that it's not true. We're living proof that's not true. Mm. Um, so I think that's really important. And I mean, growing up, I was so lucky to have a lot of support, as I said, and, you know, not experience too much bullying or, you know, harsh comments from anybody. But I think that if I was to have experienced that, I would have just kept talking to people and asking other people if they were okay and all that and explaining to them my family and not just ignoring it and brushing it off and pretending like, oh, they'll never understand, you know, trying to have a conversation with somebody. So, mm. yeah, just keep being brave and strong, I guess. This is the yeah. hard part going. There's a few more weeks. Yeah. What are you doing mm-hmm. to take care of yourself and, and your brother as well? Um, I'm mainly not clicking into any articles that I can tell will um, be hurtful or mm. upsetting. Um, I'm very... Um, trying to stay away from them. I also am just keep talking to my family about things as well, just keep discussing with them and talking to them and asking them how they're doing. Yeah, also just not trying to get into too many conversations about it with other people. I don't know, sometimes I just find it hard to listen to other people discussing whether or not they think my family should be allowed to be uh, married or legalised and acknowledged. You know, if those conversations sort of start to come up and I'm starting to get upset or a bit frustrated, I just sort of get up and, and walk away. But mainly just my family, we're just trying to support each other and keep asking if we're all okay, I guess. If if marriage equality does pass, I mean, is that something that's important to your mum? Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely think it is very important. Uh, whether they get married or not, they have a lot of friends who will probably want to get married. Um, but it's also just, it's something that for them, it's just recognition or more recognition in their community and in our country Mm. that they are wanted here that they're welcomed here that they're accepted amongst you know the public so I think 
um, it's very important to them. And like my dad, it's extremely important to him. He wants to marry his partner and has done in other countries. But, you know, for him to be able to do in Australia is so important. So definitely important for my parents. It would be awesome. I would love to see my dad and my mums um, get married. I think that would be a beautiful thing and a long time coming, honestly. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but um, I would love it. Yeah, I would really love it. Well, the starters vote yes. I mean, my family is just like any other family. My parents have jobs. I go to university, so does my brother. Um, we've been around for, you know, 21 years. We're a very loving family, very accepting and inviting people. Um, you know, I've been brought up in an environment where everybody is equal. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, what you believe in. You just have just as much right to be in this world, to be accepted in this world as anybody else. And I think I just, yeah, want to encourage you guys to vote yes. And, yeah, thank you for for doing that. And hopefully, you know, you get to meet someone like me one day and you'll be able to see living proof that, you know, the kids are okay and our parents do an amazing job. My name is Ginny. I'm seven and I'm in year one. My name is Taiko. And I am six and I am in year one with Ginny. Tell us about your family. Do you want to start? I have two mums and I both, and I love them both. They're really good to have as mums. And four brothers. Wow. Four brothers? No, three brothers. <laughs> I mean, three, not four, three. There are four children in our family. Four children. So, is this your sister? Yes. Arlo's ten, he is six, and I am seven, but he's turning yep. six November. And do you all go to the same school together? Yes. yes. Yeah? Definitely. <laughs> are you all in the same class? No. Yes. Oh, no, because Arlo's around. <laughs> but we're in the same class. What is a rainbow family? It is someone that has two mums or two dads and a donor. What would you say to people that don't... Like, say their new kid came to school and didn't understand your family. How would you best describe it to another kid your age? That I have two mums and a donor and that, and that they are very huggable. They're very And that huggable. they love hugs. And that you love hugs. And that's all that matters, isn't it? Pretty simple. There's not much different between... Your family and another family is there. It just matters if you're happy. Um, my name is Hewan. I am nine, turning ten on the tenth of November, and I am in year four at Collingwood College. My name is Arlo, and I am ten years old. My birthday is on the nineteenth of July. I'm in year four, and I'm fifteen weeks older than my brother, and I won't let him forget it. <laughs> Another the family. same as any other family. Actually, most people who are actually voting know it's just because they don't, haven't actually met at Rainbow Families and figured out how awesome they are. We're very kind and that we're not bad people. And that um, it's not just um, being a man and a woman that makes a family. It's love that makes a family. And like, It's pretty basic, isn't it? Yeah. Hiding behind a vote that... They already know the answer to, and it's not even actually um, go. It's not even um, guaranteeing that if ever, that if it's more yeses, that there's actually even going to be magic quality. Why didn't they just take the like fifty-seven billion dollars and use it for like a library for orphans or something? 
Because they don't want to displease the religious people who haven't met gay people and found out that they're awesome and who think that if that um, gay marriage is going to ruin normal marriage and Christmas and Easter and Mother's Day and Father's Day, like yeah. Margaret Court says. <laughs> okay, my name is Karen. I'm 11. I'm in grade 5. Are there other rainbow families at your school? Uh, yeah, there are a few other rainbow families at my school and my friends understand it really well. And mm. they're really, really supportive as well. You know, they help They help me and they were all angry when the principal player was like, go ahead, go on ahead because I'd spoken to the entire class about it. Mm. So, they, so they understood everything. Callum, if you were like Prime Minister for a day or for a week, what do you reckon you would do? What would you change? Um... I would try and change the laws about refugees and probably also the laws about marriage equality. Mm-hmm. This is all assuming that... Oh, you have ultimate, I... ultimate power right oh, now. Ultimate... ultimate power in Australia to change the way things are right now. What are yeah, those things? I'd probably have marriage equality, let the refugees in, try to do something like that so they can... And then, like, change the laws. I'd probably also... If all rights to women, and also I will try and stop testing on animals. Callum, I can see why you want to be a paramedic, but I think I'd rather you be a politician. I actually, that's 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 actually, I was considering. Mum says get some experience in the world, and then you can be a politician. So I said, I'm going to try and be a paramedic, and then be a politician. Rainbow families are just as a norm, a still family, even if they're a different type of family. We are normal. Even if you don't like it, you're going to have to get used to it. You've been listening to Joy 94.9's Family Matters podcast, your light-hearted look at parenthood and rainbow families, sponsored by Berry Street. Did you know that Berry Street seeks members of our LGBTI communities to become foster carers? Not only do they have a proud tradition of training and embracing LGBTIQ carers, they officially support marriage equality. Learn more now at berrystreet.org.au a proud Joy sponsor for over five years. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.